0: Welcome to episode one forty of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In the lands of Hawkland. The lands of Hockland. Yeah. Where's Hawkland? The
1: land Hawkland? Man, you don't you don't read your stuff very well.
0: I do, I just don't remember it well, so it's kind of a different thing. I'm hell, I might be pronouncing okay. it wrong.
1: I am Scott Prime, and that is Steve Gilwaggy Campbell. How's it going? Good, how you doing, my man?
0: Uh, you know, doing, hanging on. Not killing hanging anybody on. yet, so.
1: Well, I mean, I guess that's good. I'm tired of hearing about you hanging on. I want you to tell me, like, life is really great.
0: Give me a month.
1: All right, all right. One month, folks. One you month. heard that. One month. All right.
0: Um, so. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> a special Saturday um, drop. I wonder why.
1: Yeah, um, this is interesting. Um, I mean, we can get the cat out of the bag. We're going to be reviewing the latest Dungeon Bowl set called Deathmatch, and the Spike Almanac. So that's some good news.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. We're also going to be talking about our Dungeon Bowl League because we did start With, that up. Yeah, which
1: is ironic because we started. We wanted to sm- start an intimate, smaller. Little Dungeon Bowl League to just try it out. And we decided, like, how many games we're going to play and et cetera, et cetera. And we'll talk about this at nauseum in uh, the segment. <laughs> but we started it before we knew this stuff was coming out. Yep. So we were, uh, when we got the, the email that said this is coming, we were like, holy crap, did they read our minds? Because we just played Dungeon Bowl like four days ago.
0: <laughs> also, we had about a good five, six days, we typically get the email a little early, where we're going, what is it? Is it a box? Is it just a tile set? What is it?
1: Yeah. And we will cover all that in this episode. Now, what we are not going to cover is uh, just to let everybody know, and if you've paid attention to the internet or Facebook or anything like that, you know that I traveled up to Kansas City with uh, Gary and Jennifer. And we will talk about that next episode.
0: Awesome. We also had Nuffoween, have... which we will again talk about next episode. Right. So we'll have
1: all those details of both of those tournaments next, anyways, next month, <laughs> a couple weeks from now, we will re-record. We will talk about all those tournament, the tournament talk of, to your heart's content.
0: Yeah. We'll probably have Jim on to discuss about how US Open went and. Hopefully, I think he was meeting with GW in December at some point to talk about it. So maybe it'll be after that point that we can have more of a better idea. I'm glad you
1: just assumed that he's going to be free and ready to come on with uh, us
0: without asking first. It's true. It is the holidays. You never know.
1: <laughs> All right. Should we just jump into it? Because like yeah. everything I kind of want to like casually talk about is actually our subject for today. <laughs> and I don't care. You pick the order. And then let's take a break and come back and let's get to it. Which one do you want to talk about first?
0: Let's start with the league and then we'll get into the releases. Sounds great. All
1: right. So we are back. We, we, as in me and Steve, uh, Gary Brown, Matt Strickland, Drew Bucciacone and our buddy Ben Burns, uh, Decided to try out some Dungeon Bowl. Um, I guess the genesis was was basically, it, we wanted to kind of try it out. So we thought the best format to do that would be a league.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, that makes sense. But doing one-offs just, I don't care what version of Blood Bowl it is, doing one-offs does not appeal to me.
1: No, I totally agree with that. So what we did is there was six of us. We randomly drew three teams per person. So we let like, I can't remember who picked first, but think let's it was... say it was Gary. Yeah, We gave him three teams randomly and he got to pick one of those. Um, I believe Drew went last. Um, so everybody got to have a choice of at least three teams to pick from.
0: And let me when just go we... ahead. I'll go ahead and run through it real quick and say who got what. Yeah, you can do that. So, I got the College of Fire. Drew got College of Heavens. Matt... Which he
1: complained about, by the way. He didn't think they would look that interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Matt got College of Shadow. You got College of Beasts. Yeah. Ben got College of Death. And Gary got College of Metal.
1: So, when we started this, I was unsure, like, how fluffy we were going to get. And back when we were children... <laughs> or junior high and high school when we played dungeon bowl and we you know made up new in- iterations of the league and stuff like that robert had a team a mixed race team called the Coraline beasts and this was obviously before the movie Coraline, and it was in you probably heard me talk about it before in the past it's it's kind of like supposed to be where like the carolinas are in the united states mm-hmm. or in nagareth but it's all like big coral reefs and sharp jagged, you know, just in kind of an evil, snake mountainish looking area. And that was his team. And I love that team name. He had that Goblin Rubble Crunch <laughs> who did amazing things even though he shouldn't have. And as I said as soon as I get if I get the coral if I get the College of Beasts, I'm taking them no matter what. I'm going to call them the Coraline Beasts. Well, I drafted them without really looking at them. <laughs> And I thought, eh, they're not so great, actually. And but then we decided to actually use the fluffy team names from the fluff. So I'm the Stormbolts, not even the, yeah the Coreline Beasts.
0: I kind of did uh, the s- same thing in a way. Like I thought, for whatever reason, that Amazons were in College of Fire, so that's why mm, I took that. Because in my that's because head... your
1: brain told you yeah your Amazons were yep. from a volcano <laughs> exactly.
0: So that's exactly what happened. And my team does not have Amazons, but I am the Blazing Axes. Amazons are in College of Heavens, which Drew has, which is the Celestial Comets. And then Matt's with the Shadow Team, the Umbral Blades, Ben's College of Death, Black Widows, and the College of Metal by Gary is Iron Hawks.
1: Yeah, so we decided to stick Fluffy. Yeah. Uh, we, l- not we Not let our own Fluff, else... but
0: the Fluff of the game.
1: Yeah, with... I thought it would just be kind of fun, at least for the first season. Um, We committed to five games for the season Mm -hmm. with the option of, after we play like two weeks of the season, if we feel like this is not enough, we will double it. So it would be a round robin. Everybody plays everybody. um, And how I'm working the playoffs is is the top 3 teams get into the top 4 mm-hmm. and then the bottom 3 teams almost like a ladder so 5 and 6 have to play each other just to play 4 <laughs> the winner of you know 5 or I'm sorry 4 and the winner of 5 6 gets gets that kind of like wild card spot into the playoffs of sure. the four teams so um thoughts i mean i don't even know
0: i mean just in general i mean it's
1: Well, I'll I'll start first. Okay. I'll start first. Um, Once I saw the College of Beasts, man, they want you to buy like a Lizard Man. You know, you get three of the four. You can get a Lizard, uh, I'm sorry, a Croxagore, a Rat Ogre, a Minotaur, or a uh, Bloodspawn, which Mm -hmm. sounds cool having a bunch of big guys. But I noticed my team out of every team, not one person comes with block or dodge. Well, I shouldn't say that. My beer bores start <laughs> with dodge, but they're useless. Um, my thought was is that I have no skills that also give me rerolls, so I bought three rerolls up front, no big guys to save for it, and I figured since I can get werewolves that they're going to be my bread and butter because they're my fastest pieces yeah to be kind of aggressive i took also um three chaos chosen blockers uh, a couple of corn gores and then the rest were beast runners beast man runners and beer boars because the beer boars were so cheap it allowed me to also save on the rerolls and stuff Mm -hmm. my my team is awful folks like I truly, I know this is going to sound like Scott Whining, but it's not Scott Whining. This team has zero block. There's nothing in there to give you re-rolls because the beer boards are fairly useless, really. Um, Yeah, there's not a whole lot going for it.
0: There really is. Maybe
1: this team gets good if you get some skills, but I just don't see it. I think by far, um, my first game I played against uh, Matt Strickland in the College of Shadow... Uh, we found the ball, I think, right off the bat, if I remember Yeah, correct. I think it was One the first, of my- kit,
0: first chest, because I'd gotten through, uh, like, five and blown up every single time on my game. And then I just was
1: on the defensive the whole game, and it didn't matter. Um, eventually, Matt scored, and really, he would have, if he could have just rolled a, a three to catch a little pass, then he would have scored long, long before then. So, like, I got zero stats. Um And then my second game, I played against the Celestial Comets, which was Drew's team. So not only did I play a a good coach. Now, to be fair, I got really close to scoring. I found the ball. I made a move where I marked one of Drew's. uh, What is the new Amazon called that has four strength? Is that the Amazon
0: blocker? Well, sure. Piranha Warrior or whatever. Let me look real quick. The four strength lady. Four Strength Lady, Jaguar Warrior Blocker. Okay, the the blocker. Um, I
1: marked one of his blockers. I put my werewolf in a position where if Drew did dodge away, he was going to get a minus one to the roll because of a tackle zone. And I just had to take a chance that he rolled bad, and uh, he didn't. He rolled really good and tackled me, and the rest was history because I couldn't tackle his four Strength piece. And now he has a blodging uh four strength piece already in dungeon bowl. Yeah. So not only with the sources or the sore eye, he has these uh, you know, Amazons with four strength and block dodge. And it's uh yeah. I mean Drew starts off with uh you know five guys with uh with a block. So I found that interesting. if we look at the other rosters just to kind of show, like, you have a bunch of dwarves, so you start off with a bunch of block.
0: Mm-hmm. Slow, but, I mean, they're effective. Uh, you're slow. I mean, without a
1: doubt. Um, Matt Strickland has, you know, uh, uh Blitzers and Skaven Blitzers, so he has some block. College of Death has Wraiths and uh, the Ghosts, right? Or Is that the same? <laughs> I'm getting them all mixed up, like an old man. Anyways, there is plenty. The Ironhawks have orcs and humans, so therefore you have, you know, four-strength black orc blockers, and then you have the uh, human blitzers. So, in, in hindsight, in my opinion, they did not think this through.
0: Well, your team? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it always kind of felt like they just threw that team together. 'Cause it's Nurgle uh, and corn and just you know, whatever. Werewolves for some reason. Yeah. I mean beasts makes sense, but still.
1: I feel like well but uh, actually let's not sit here and nitpick like the wrong things. I guess that's sure. the wrong approach to think about that. Um we I had fun. I uh, it just Go ahead. Just, I was
0: just gonna say I will talk about my first game. Okay. Um, I kicked it off, Gary and I kicked it off the season, and we played, and it had been a while since we played, obviously, hadn't played since we tested the new ones that came in, and we got a lot of the rules wrong, which <laughs> we ultimately, we played by the same rules, so it's fair, but, um, I was thinking the teleporters were much more dangerous than they actually are. And we were thinking that if you went through it, you got an automatic casualty roll, not an injury roll. So, Mm. we were just, like, straight up hurting people. Which I thought was still one step down from just killing them, like in the old version. Although, I guess that didn't actually happen. Um, We forgot about the magic sponge. We thought we could just move people into the reserves by giving up an action of the teleporter. So... Is what it is. I did end up winning one to nothing. I had my ogres just sitting in the end zone and I got cocky because I found I got the ball and I wanted to bring the ogres out to try to protect it. That didn't work. He was actually able to get around my guys because I brought him out and he just had to dodge away to score and he wasn't able to do it. So I got the ball back, beat him up some, made my way in. Um so yeah, it's definitely fun. We varied. That first one, we just played, like, the... We all played the same dungeon. The one from the book, right? Mm-hmm. And then round two, did we play the other one? Or I think at that point, we mixed it up.
1: Well, we set up... Actually, we set up one table with one dungeon, and then we set up the other with the other dungeon. Yeah. Just like the book, because there's two in the book. And then after round two... Um, I believe you and Drew played. Uh, me and Ben made up a dungeon for you, and then you know that was round and three. I'm uh, sorry, round
0: three. Round two for me. Ben and I played, and we'd each we'd gotten to the table that we'd each played at before of the dungeon. Did y'all just mix it up? And yeah, so we actually started mixing it up and trying to make it more symmetrical, and that's where I came across the idea of using the door pieces, which I am annoyed that they exist. Uh, use them to kind of extend hallways and block off hallways.
1: Yeah, you were doubling up those and mm-hmm. acting like they were a uh, two by two square. Or I'm sorry, yeah. two by one square.
0: I actually really liked it because it allowed me to take essentially like we wanted another L piece, but we didn't have it. So we took a T piece and cut off one of the edges and it made it into an L piece. And then we were just a little bit too short on a couple of the hallways. So, we just used the doors as filler, and we could tell what you know how many squares it's supposed to be, so it really allowed us to vary it up even more than they had anticipated with the game and I really liked that. I thought it added a lot of fun to it. I did end up I winning en- too, so that helps what's that? I did end up winning as well, so that did help
1: i'm I'm sure winning does help somewhat um so you- Folks, you do not get a lot of star player points in this game.
0: No, in the first game, we didn't even think we got MVPs. Because we, we were playing it and like, man, this really is not a whole lot of anything.
1: Wouldn't it both your people who got hurt I guess, mm-hmm. got the MVPs? Sure it <laughs> did. Is kind of funny.
0: Because that's um, how we roll.
1: Yeah, I guess if I had an issue with it is like, It's. I know this is not like a true statement, but it feels like you're just rolling dice and hoping to get lucky. But I know there's got to be some strategy to it. <laughs> but it feels like you, you know, you don't want to mark somebody because you don't want to hit them back. You don't want them to hit you back. And at times you have to. So like, I don't know. The turns just go fairly quick. I mean, maybe that's what it's designed to do—is be a fairly quick game. And with one to nothing, it feels a little bit like. Well, again,
0: like uh, with Ben's and I's game, while you are playing your first game, I was playing my second game.
1: Yeah, y'all played a long game. So your experience (sighs) with this is totally different than
0: mine. And this is the second time it's happened to me because in one of our demo games it happened to me as well. I went through five boxes and blew myself up each time to where we knew where the ball was because it was the last one remaining. And that was just very annoying. I mean, it's part of the game. It's part of the fun. It's a. This game is a lot of fun because we don't care as much. And it may change, like if this was an ongoing thing where we were trying to build up these teams and come back year after year and blah, blah, blah. Or had more people. But the way it is, the way it's set up, there's a lot of times that we're pulling off BS just going, eh, it's Dungeon Bowl. Why not?
1: Well, and... That's where I think um, you know, out of the six teams that we're using, um, I have the beer boars, but they don't have any hands. Therefore, you don't have like that little tiny guy that could maybe like squirt around and dodge through like a bunch of tackle zones and try to make a play for the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ben Ben doesn't have that and I don't have that. Um so <laughs> I guess we're kind of the quote bash teams in this. Especially what we have, but it sure doesn't feel like that from my point of view because I don't have any skills. Like it really feels like I have to. <laughs> through two games, I have one casualty, and that's because Drew <laughs> rolled a skull and I hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> not because I did anything. It, I don't. I feel like I've done absolutely nothing, and my record shows that. <laughs> kind of um, does. I'm you, trying. Yeah. And I'm trying not to just quickly take random skills because that was my initial thought is like, I got to do something, but I know how important like just to get a block or a wrestle would be for my team. So I'm trying to play the long game and Mm -hmm. see where it goes. We did decide after, I think it was after just one, one week of playing that, um, that we went ahead and doubled the seasons. So so we're going to round Robin it, play everybody twice to try to get the full effect of, like, we just didn't want after five games, like, oh, my team has two skills total. Yeah. Oh, mine has one. Man, Steve's lucky. He has three
0: skills. <laughs> yeah so And, I mean, it just kind of is what it is, too, because you're not wrong. Built-in skills, very handy. It's kind of oh, made that way, though. I mean, it's just Blood Bowl itself. Are these teams really... Are they really balanced? And, you know, we don't like to say balanced because the game's not meant to be balanced, but... When you have these discrepancies, like your best player is the werewolf. Well, okay, fine. It's, I mean, werewolves are great. you got super speed, but no skills, and you've got frenzy. So if you hit somebody, you, you know, it's harder to, yeah. you know, really do anything. But if you knock someone down, you've got the claws. So does that help? You know, you've got three, four strength, um... Other people have, like, Drew now has the three, four strings of the frickin' Amazons, even. Yeah. So it's...
1: I mean, yeah, Drew's team has three source blockers. Yeah. And then he has two of those uh, Jaguar Warrior. I mean, I think he can get up to four of those, too. That's what's weird, is, like, he can get more of those, if I remember correctly. And Gary's yeah.
0: got, you know, Black Orcs, four of them. And a blood seeker, so five people with four strength. And then, no, I'm sorry, Drew can get six
1: of those Jaguar Warrior blockers. Jesus, now they're expensive, yeah, but they come with dodge, they're amazing. One skill away from being a four strength blodger, yes, they're amazing. I just find it funny that they can only get two on a regular team, but in Dungeon Bowl, you can have. (laughs) Six of those, and, you know, you know.
0: (laughs) So, speaking of Drew and the doors as before, um, I'm not blaming. I've I've won two games. I lost to Drew. Drew's a very good coach. I tried to pull off some quick-scoring BS because I knew his team on paper seemed to be better than mine. And Uh, I had a chance to where if I did the right thing, I could get to the right portal, break away, go and score a touchdown without him being able to get me without going for it, or so I thought. And I did random. One of my guys got Portal Navigator, which allows me to re-roll where he goes. Nice. So I was trying to use that to my advantage. This is the game where I really realized that I was using the the transporters wrong because I was using the transporters before to hurt people and, you know, take them off the pitch by... They had to teleport twice, so there's your injury roll, or your casualty roll, excuse me, and they're gone for the game. Well, that's not mm. the case. You make an injury roll, so they may not even get knocked out, so they stay on the pitch. That's a huge difference. So mm. one of my strategies in the previous two games wasn't working. Um, so once I saw that... And some other things. I was like, okay, I, all I got to do is get this guy onto the right portal and then break away down the, the sideline, eh, hallway, whatever. And next turn I can score unless he does some really good BS from behind, which I could probably position someone to make him break away, blah, blah, blah. One thing that sucks is you really need to pay attention to the board. Because there was a space in between a hallway and another hallway. And in my mind, just how I was looking at things, I didn't think they connected. They obviously connected. Like, there was no question they connected. So he had a guy within, you know, blitzing distance of my guy that I thought I was going to be able to protect. And I was just like, oh, dang it, if I if I'd known that I wouldn't have done this. And then of course he picks up the ball and he's got his Soros and he's got, you know, the, the, sorry, the four strength gals picking up the ball and all this stuff. And I'm just like, "Eh, I've lost. Um, yeah. So I would say, I doubt Jack has done this yet and I wouldn't even know how to do it, but like, and maybe take a neoprene pitch and turn it upside down so that they don't move. Or find a way to make the pieces stay together.
1: Oh, so they don't slip. Yeah.
0: Because that is an issue with the sliding back and forth. Because we don't have to worry about that with regular Blood Bowl. They're on a, a pitch. The whole pitch moves. No big deal. And then with the... You know, we use primarily neoprene anymore. Those don't even slip on the table anymore. So that doesn't even become an issue. And the figures don't easily slip on that either. So I have noticed, at least in that game, and again, I'm not saying that's why I lost at all, but it did play into one of my strategies, and it was something I just missed, because I wasn't paying attention close enough. Hmm. I don't really know how to fix that, but that's a thing. You just gotta be, that is one thing. you got to be very careful with this stuff mm-hmm.
1: when you set up your dungeon, so... So tiles don't get shifted. I, I think re-rolls are giant because you don't reset it. There's no half. Yeah. So I, I don't know how I could have done it on my team, but I think maybe I should have even bought a fourth or fifth re-roll to, to begin with. But I just don't know how that would have been possible with my Stormbolt team. Um, yeah.
0: Um, oh, and I did the trick of we know that the chest is a bomb, so why would anyone open it? Well, I did because I pushed someone, like one of the big guys next to it, and then I used one of my little guys to open it up and try to hurt him. Didn't work, but I tried it.
1: No, I think that's it. I was almost—I did something, and I knew I was going to go open a bomb chest. If you know, if this doesn't fail. I'm gonna go open this bomb chest to just try to hurt some of Drew's guys mm-hmm. in our game, but I, of course, uh, you know, felt <laughs> my my other things. So, but with with all this said, uh, Drew has played three games. Steve has played three games. I played a couple. Ben's played a couple. Matt and Gary's only played one. Um, the progress on the league of playing more games has been stymied by people's schedules, and then you know Gary got sick, and mm-hmm. nobody wanted to meet with him and get sick as well. Nobody is undefeated. So like even though I'm saying like I hate the Stormbolts because they don't have anybody with some type of block, um, or dodge, um, nobody's undefeated. So that just tells you that at least
0: I mean, you know, isn't Drew undefeated?
1: No, no, no. He got beat his first game against Oh uh, first
0: game, yeah. Against Ben. Yeah, okay, cool. Ben, okay. Ben. Um
1: Fair enough. There is a lot of clogging though. Like once you know where the ball yeah. is, you can and it's not really a cage up, but you're just kind of plotting down the, you know, the corridor, which you expect from dodgeball. Bowl. Um, and there's a lot of camping around the end zones, mm-hmm. so you can have some guys tackle. So that's one, if-
0: sorry, I uh, just interject. That is one thing. Um, first time we played, used the map from the, the, so the rules, and there's only one corridor into the end zone. You can clog that up. It's annoying. So when Ben and I played and we mixed things up, we actually were able, that's why we were using the doors to kind of really, you know, change it. And you can see a picture of this on our Facebook from a while back if you look. But we had three ways into each end zone. So Mm. there was not a way to really clog it up. Now, once you knew who had the ball and, you know, where they're going to go, yeah, you could try to do that. But I did end up winning. Instead of going straight straight through the middle, I ended up going to the side and taking one of the side hallways, which allowed me to get on through. So that's the one thing so far that I'm really, really, really adamant I do not like is having only a one way into an end zone.
1: I would tend to agree. I think um, some of the the most fun I had that day was actually me and Ben creating a dungeon for you and drew to play in, mm-hmm. um, it's so much that i even wanted to set up the you know the treasure chests and the teleporters now we didn't do that part we set up the dungeon
0: i wouldn't mind so, like i don't but you know the game tells that, us to do that way you know go back and forth creating the dungeon go back and forth putting in the teleporters and the stuff but yeah if someone else wants to do it let them because they're going to be more fair than you guys are
1: well, uh, most likely, maybe. S- um, colleges that we're missing is the College of Life, which is a bunch of like wood elves, halflings, like nurgles, mm-hmm. snotlings, I believe. Yep. And what's the other college that we're missing? Do you know right off hand? Uh,
0: college of Clowns. College of Clowns. Mm-hmm. It is a team of clowns. Mm-hmm. All clowns. So it's goblins. All clowns and halflings.
1: We gotta like, have Snotlings somewhere in there. Oh, and
0: Snotlings. thats right. And that. oh, um, um I want to say want to say Grodnards. That's not it. What are they now? Nobblers. Nobblers. Nobbler.
1: I—I b- believe we're also missing the College of Light. If that I would be remember it. correctly, yes. this is the team that's made up of Elf Union, um, some Imperial retainers, human catchers.
0: Oh yeah. So if we have not talked about Turplay.net, please go check them out. We are using them for this, and we can actually click on Teams, go to Dungeon Bowl, and it tells us all of the different teams. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Oh, and they even have it set up, you know, the rules for the World Cup finally got released, you know, November, late. But they have it in the system on Turplay that you can set up rosters and squads and start looking at stuff.
1: Oh, that's that's really good.
0: So this program has been really awesome. Anyway, that's just a um, side side chat.
1: Yeah, I mean it costs a little m- money, but at this point a few dollars here or there doesn't seem to be bugging anybody. No. Um any other thoughts that you have about this? Now, again, it it's not going to replace Blood Bowl anytime soon. No. Um, you know, I was thinking today. I saw some people talking about Blitzball and how you know, and they were very happy and <laughs> they were excited about Blitzball and I guess they have leagues with Blitzball and my brain just is like, how do you do that now? Yeah, I'm gonna have not- to get
0: the new one once. Once I do buy the new set, we'll do a review, but we haven't got it yet. Okay.
1: There's nothing wrong with Blitzball. I just no. my my brain can't accept having like a league of it. <laughs> um, my brain is having a hard time still having a league with this dungeon Bowl. You know, oh,
0: I have less of a problem. I don't really have a problem with leagues in either one. This one tends to lend itself better to a league, I think, than Blitzball does. Blitzball, I think, you really have to add a lot of your own stuff to it. This one, not really. You can just kind of play and go. Um, I. I that being said, like again, it's not Blood Bowl, so I don't prefer it. Um I, I do really like it though.
1: Yeah, um again, my only complaint might be that for whatever reason every team has at least two players that you can purchase from the beginning that has block, except for the College of Beasts. Um I told you my idea was maybe they're putting everybody with frenzy mm-hmm. on the College of Beast teams because that's what there's a lot of that on there.
2: If that's and the I, case, I told you.
1: I said oh. maybe if they would have just put troll slayers like dwarf troll slayers on there, Wolf that might have been. Well, wolfers are on there, but they, oh, don't that, have block. they don't
0: have they don't come with block. That's right. Right. Um, so I guess that's one thing too. Is like these teams don't. We haven't played them a ton, so if you have played a ton, or if you're just really into the meta of the game and want to put your two cents in, we'll happily listen. They don't really seem as balanced as they could be. No. Uh, Obviously, they were limited by what they could do. They had to try to shoehorn everything in. But overall, they're fine, but they don't even have that cohesiveness that Blood Bowl has.
1: Agreed, and... I have some more commentary about that, but it really kind of goes with the review of the Dungeon set itself. Okay. So um, really, folks, try it out. Uh, definitely try it in League Play if you want to ex- really experience it. I think, honestly, I think we would benefit if we, and we're not probably going to do this, but <laughs> if we took some dungeon tiles and created a dungeon and took a picture and i said yeah this is scott's home stadium for the Stormbolts. this is steve's and then we did home and away games so you were prepared for different stadiums yeah and stuff i think that would be the next level of stuff and i think that would be really awesome and then even in the playoffs you could you know randomly select one where the finals going to be mm-hmm.
0: versus no i playoff don't playoff games i don't honestly i think and this is something we can get into the next segment as well. One of the limitations is the tile sets. Like, it just needs more and more variants.
1: That's that's what's funny is, is we were talking about that that Saturday. Uh, we were like, sure were. this just needs more tiles. And we were like, maybe we buy a, one of their other board games where they have tiles and just add them to this. And then days later, you know, we got the email. Oh. That uh, one, more,
0: one more thing in relation to this that I kind of since this is sort of like a Dungeon Bowl review. Dungeon Bowl tournament. Any interest? Man. Like, let me just put it out there. Obviously, you don't know how long these games are going to last. Let's say they're going to do them as a typical two-hour limit. Um, So just like a regular tournament. And then after two
1: hours, it could be a tie. uh Uh-huh. Okay. Three,
0: maybe four rounds. If it's... For it's within an area that you don't mind playing for, like it's close.
1: Okay.
0: Does it appeal to you?
1: Um, I doubt I would drive three hours away. No, no, no I'm, I'm for something like literally this. Literally, like it's st- in
0: your backyard, and you could just show up the day of, not have to get a a car, you know, drive, not have to get a hotel or anything. It's just you show up and play.
1: I think you would one hundred percent. I mean. Yeah, prob. I'd probably give it at least one tournament to okay. see if I'd like it. Um, I think you would only have about four different of the same teams there, though. That was my next
0: question. Is yeah, it's. I it, don't
1: think anybody takes the College of Beasts. N- well, depending. I don't think anybody t- takes the College of Life unless they're just.
0: What if you can add skills though, like a regular tournament? Well, you could,
1: but just every, I don't, maybe.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't know the answer to if that. If
1: they had a limit of, like, three blocks, that might not, you know, we do that often in Blood Bowl. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe. And there's, I just not think even, like-
0: there's not even a good way to get your head around these teams. Like, Blood Bowl's easy. You got four or five positions. No big deal. Up until recently when, you know, OWA or other ones, we got a lot of positions, but, or a lot of options for big guys but these teams are just crazy. You've got so many different options like I could not remember for the life of me what any of these teams are.
1: Well, and then the College of Life and the College of Light, they only at most you can get two ki- two players with block. And that's not much when some teams have a heavy, but again, maybe we just haven't played it enough to really be like I mean, who knows? By the end of the season, I get a few blocks, I get a few other skills on here, Mm -hmm. and I I make a run into the playoffs and, you know, win it all. And then I'll be going like, "Eh, I guess I was wrong. But man, right up front, there's some teams that feel way better than others.
0: Yeah. I don't Um, disagree with that.
1: So, oh well. Um, We will continue to talk about some Dungeon Bowl as we play more weeks, just to... You know, that was part of the reason to do this is that we, you know, Drew does his podcast It's like, this would be a great excuse to a good topic to talk about. And an excuse to, this is an excuse to play it because mm-hmm. we could talk about it on the podcast. And, you know, I don't know too many people that do Dungeon Bowl leagues. I'm sure they're out there and we just don't hear it. Or if I've heard it, I didn't pay attention because it's Dungeon Bowl. So we're going to give this a shot. We'll probably talk about this some more, maybe some things that we think that would, Maybe fix it or help it. And maybe even look back at first edition Dungeon Bowl and like compare and contrast teams. Like why did the Stormbolts work for the first edition of Dungeon Bowl but don't work now? Type deals. Yeah. So uh that's all I have to say about it, my friend.
0: I'm good too, so let's just go ahead and call it there and we'll be back with the new stuff. Yes. Okay, and as we said, we are back with the new stuff. Which I guess let's go ahead and start with the almanac first, and then get to the good stuff after that.
1: Right. So,
0: if you've bought
1: the spikes for Norse and Amazons, you have ninety percent of this book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard it's going to retail. I think for, I think it's retail for fifty.
0: Yeah, uh, fifty, fifty-five, fifty, something like probably, something like that. probably.
1: So they did add some stuff in here. Now I do like their hardbacks. Um, you know, I wish they would. If they had errors, they fix them before they put them in these hardbacks. I don't know if they do because I don't reread the spikes that I've already reread. Right, of course. Uh, again, I don't like having all our rules in about seven hardcovers, but no, this is just how GW operates with, you know. Uh, you know, Warhammer 40k and other things. So, we're just going to move on and not complain about that. But what they did do, and I think this is brilliant, and I'm going to give you guys like big props, GW. And I think you should do this every time with an almanac. They gave us 16 pages of new content, all new star players. And I will argue that these were old star players back when they decided to not give us so many star players. I think they already had this information built, and they just didn't put them in some of those spikes. That's my theory.
0: Yeah, I, well, I, don't, this. I, I don't think they They might. I have not gone through every individual one and compared. I figured someone will do that. They don't seem too different than they used to be.
1: No, 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 not that, Steve. I'm saying like when the halfling yeah. spike came out, we didn't have Puggy Bacon Breath. Right. And that's when they started pulling back on not giving everybody, like, remember for a while it was like, oh, everybody's going to get eight star I players or two yeah. star players. And it makes me wonder, did they pull this information back and then just hit the save button in their file? Or did they, come? is this brand new content? Either way, I'm very happy. You brought back some old legends that we had. Um, we get Puggy Bacon Breath. He's back. Um,
0: we got Cindy Pie Whistle.
1: Yeah, I was gonna go over stats, but I don't think I'm going to. Uh, Cindy Pie Whistle is the sister of Mindy Pie Whistle, and they hate each other for various reasons. And (laughs) she comes with a she's a halfling bomber, basically. So Mm -hmm. you people who love bombs, you're gonna love her because this is I got to read this one out loud. Her special rule is all you can eat once per game. Cindy may perform two mom special actions rather than one though she must commit to doing so before banking the first action. If she does, immediately after performing the second throw bomb special action, roll a D6. On a 1-3, through Cindy is immediately sent off. So, potentially that's really amazing because she's only 50k.
0: Yeah, that's kind of
1: crazy. It's ridiculous. As a guy who got... Bombs thrown at him <laughs> with my <coughs> with my ogre team from those snotlings. I would truly, truly hate this. And with bribes and stuff, you could keep her around if you really needed to. But yeah. anyways, interesting. Uh, then we have Dribble and Drool, the two skinks twins. Uh, one of them specializes in Dirty Player and Sneaky Git, which is even more powerful in this edition of Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the other one has Stab. And stuff, and, and they're only 190K. Oh, yeah. So, for I mean, both.
0: I think that's, yeah. At first, nasty. I thought
1: this was a super great value for what you get. And I still think it is. I just don't know how you find the money of 190K to put them on a lizard man team. But I could see them on Amazon. Not
0: taking a crop. Oh, Amazon's. Geez. Yeah. Ancestral rule, a sneaky pair. Dribble and drool must be hired as a pair and count as two-star players. Additionally, whenever dribble or drool perform either a stab or a foul action against an opposition player marked by both, they may apply a plus-one modifier to the injury roll. No, thank you. Please.
1: Yeah, so these guys on Amazons, I think, are going to be bomb superstars. Because the Amazons are just cheap enough that you yeah. can get a bunch of those lion women and these guys, fouling and killing people. Anyways, and it's cool what... to see them back because we had them briefly.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, Bile Rock Vomit Flesh is back, which I love. You know, like I don't know if I'd ever use him, but I love just having some star player options. He's the big fat guy who would throw up running down his his chin. Um, he can also do throw up action in addition to a block action.
0: He looks horrible. Not like in, I don't like it, as in he just looks disgusting. Yeah, like he needs to die. Because yeah. <laughs> he looks so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> he Did you ever
1: finish watching Preacher? No. the TV shows? He's, I should have. Okay. He's like the big fat guy who would just eat and then throw up and then eat again. Yeah, you know?
0: I saw that guy. That, yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, the Return of Ripper, Bulgrot which is the smart troll, which I love how they've, in 20, 2016 edition, you know, they've made him smart.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. That that was some really great fluff by them. And they continue to have that. He returns. He's still the smart troll. I love it.
0: And um, he has little glasses. Kind of looks like Pete Nifton. I
1: I thought the same thing, Steve. That's what's funny. <laughs> With those little glasses on, I was like, he kind of like, He's like Pete looking down at you. Now, I wonder if they're going to make models for these.
0: I mean, you know, like... if they were, you'd think they'd be out already. But I'm sure they'll probably make some.
1: Okay. Uh, we get Nabla, Blackwort, finally.
0: Now well, you he know comes... what they say. You can't have too many goblins with chainsaws, I guess.
1: No, I know. He's 120K. He has a block dodge you know, chainsaw secret weapon. Place for a bunch of people. Did you see a special rule? His special rule is kick him while they're down. Once per game, Nabla may use the chainsaw attack special action against a prone or stunned opposition player. This does not count as a foul action, so Nabla can't be sent off when using this ability. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Scrap of Sorehead is back in the game with his pogo. Yep. And his special rule is also pretty ridiculous. If you're dumb enough to throw over his head. Uh, his special rule is uh, Yoink! Once per game, when Scrappa attempts to interfere with a pass action, he may roll a d6. On a 2+, plus, Scrappa does not need to roll to interfere with the pass action. Instead, he automatically makes an interception and gains control of the ball. Why?
0: Why? Why, like, given that such a powerful yes. thing?
1: I like, guess you know that if he's covering somebody, you are not gonna pass.
0: I I'm getting tired of ranting about hating the special rules, but I really hate special rules.
1: Well, I I don't try not to be like a Debbie Downer, but like if you go back and look at like Ripper Balgrat, his special rule is reroll of a sort.
0: Same One with Puggy Bacon yeah. Breath. Um, um, so we're defaulting and,
1: to a lot of these rerolls. Yeah, well,
0: and then you got uh, Big Boy, Bile Rot, who can use a projectile vomit in after he's done an attack. In addition to, it's like how's that fair? Like he can projectile vomit for free, okay, one time, whereas this other dude can just take the ball out of the air by not rolling a one. I don't, it and it's a chainsaw on a down guy without the possibility of getting taken out. Yeah. And is if that doesn't forget, If drill. it doesn't count as a foul, could he then foul? I guess he can't do two actions but still. Yeah. Oh yeah, And then um, with with the grasp double drill. Yeah,
1: with a grasp double drill, he's returned. Um I kind of like this guy. Um he's 6 movement, 3 strength, 4 I don't like this part and I don't understand this part. So, this is why I want to talk about it. MA6, strength three, edge four plus, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: passing four plus, armor nine plus. He has loner, of course, prehensile tail, tackle, tentacles, two heads, and wrestle. Does he have the edge plus four because two heads gives him a plus one automatically for dodging? Yeah. Okay.
0: So they wanted
1: to give him two heads for flavor, but they really didn't want him to be good at dodging.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And okay. his special rule is worthless—not worthless, but watch it's not out. Worthless. The first time each half that Withergrass is the target of an opposition player's block action, he counts as having the dodge skill.
1: I mean, I don't hate it, but when you compare that to other people's yeah. special rules, you're like, this guy—that's
0: what I sucks. mean. It's like, okay, you hit him with a guy with tackle. Your, your ability is worthless.
1: I mean, this would be better if he had, uh, you know, once per turn or once per game, he could act like he had the block skill. And, st- you know, that mm-hmm. way you have that option with the wrestle. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like seeing him come back. I, I think, you know, like he doesn't look like the second edition model. They kind of beast manned him up some, but at the same time, I like the look of it. And yeah, I'm just it looks glad nice. To get some classic star players in. I love that they talked about the origins of this. And then for some reason in the back of us, we have one more page of, I really feel like these are fillers. There's two pages in the whole thing of the new season colors where they just show the model and basically talk about Mm -hmm. how their costumes look cool. That's their way of saying like, look at our models, look how neat they are.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And ultimately it only has, you know, two spikes worth of material and then some stars. Is that worth fifty bucks? Yeah. Um. I mean, I think the stars are cool. Nice, it looks nice, but who? I'm sure some people go to the book to look at stuff, but you're just gonna put it on your team sheet, or you're gonna look online.
1: I mean, that's the problem: is that so many people just go online anyways to yeah. get it for free. You'll have people going, "Can you have the stats for this?"
0: Oh, I've seen people like ask that and. I don't condone pirating at all, but it's also stupid to me that they haven't put out a comprehensive rulebook ever. Right. And they're not going to. They're just not going to, because that's not what they do. But just charge us 50 bucks, slap it all together, make all the corrections on the FAQ, so I don't have to have a copy of the rulebook, copy of the spike for the team I'm playing, and the copy of spike for the opponent I'm playing... Um, have all the FAQs, all the erratas, make sure that on the FAQs with an errata after that, I go through and mark out all the stuff that's been changed, go in the rule book, and if anything has been changed, put a sticker next to it saying that it's been changed, go look at the FAQ, (laughs) and then, you know, have tokens to signify that I used my special once-per-game ability and my opponents used his special once a game ability and... I'm an old man yelling at clouds. Well, get out of here, you clouds! I just uh... well, the
1: return of the star players made it really awesome. Yes, I was very, very, very happy to see that because I like some of those star players and uh, get a chance to use them again. I was just thinking the other day, like Halflings missed having like Puggy, who's a three-string Halfling.
0: Yeah, Puggy's big. Puggy's a great addition. I, I like all the stars except. Mindy or Cindy. Yeah, I'm I'm And I'm not a fan of double and drool or dribble and drool.
1: Yeah, you don't like you don't like uh skinks, do you?
0: No, I think their name's horrible. And then I just hate the
1: What was the star player that we used to have? Um he was named after a poison. Hemlock. Hemlock. Yeah. I would much rather have Hemlock back instead mm-hmm. of Dribble and Drool.
0: So. Yeah. And it's only one person to take down. Yeah.
1: All right. You ready to talk about the, the big boy here?
0: Sure. Absolutely. Uh, All right. The cooler thing that we got was the box of Dungeon Bowl Death Zone, right? No, it's called Death Match. Yes, I want
1: to say Death Zone so
0: bad. Because that's always the first expansion to Blood Bowl every time they put it out. Yes. But oh yeah, Deathmatch. Would so, you... let
2: me go.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Deathmatch is a, honestly, I think the idea behind this is super awesome. And this is from a fluff super awesome. And then I'll get to, like, what I don't like about it. But from a fluff point, yeah, fluff standpoint, I really, really like the idea of this expansion. It, it clearly says that You know, you're not getting a rule book. You need Dungeon Bowl. But what you do get is the finals of the current Dungeon Bowl, which happens to be between the Death Widows, the College of Death, and the Emerald Crusaders, which is the College of Life.
0: Can I just say, Um, I do love that team name. Emerald Crusaders? Green Lantern.
1: Well, He's the Emerald Crusader. I got you. I mean, I like the old, uh, you know... Before, it was called the, the Jade Wizards or whatever, mm-hmm. that was the Green Destroyers, and I love that. But the Green Destroyers, you know, in the current Blood Bowl, just became an orc team <laughs> with <laughs> goblins. So Yeah. So, not, nothing big there. So, what's interesting here that has me thinking, but I'll, actually, I'll go over the other things first. We get, uh, looks like, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 10, 11, 12, 13. Door tiles? Fourteen, maybe fourteen new dungeon pieces. Oh. Now I'm call call them both sides. Um, so oh, say, yeah.
0: then no. Um, we get four two by two squares. We got.
1: Okay, what, you're gonna explain it better than me. Go what
0: one like T piece, two L pieces. One T piece,
1: one L piece. You're right. Two corridors and uh, three four by four
0: squares. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I just don't want to oversell it to people. Like it's awesome. We got it, but.
1: You're, no, you're absolutely right, because at first glance, it looks like you have you know, 14 tile pieces, when you really don't. You have mm-hmm. like seven, and they're double-sided.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it comes with a Spike magazine over the Deathmatch. I think that's it's, really cool. It's a twenty four ninety four yearbook, is what it's called, and it goes into the college... Well, I'll go page by page over that. And then we have two Blood Bowl teams, which is obviously the college of death it's a half sprue of undead and a half sprue of necro and then you have the emerald crusaders which is a half sprue of halflings and a half sprue of uh, what else and they have the savage wandering werewolf (laughs) which let's face it folks this was just a joke because Probably these are the two easiest teams to assemble just by half sprues. Yep. They threw them in the box and they're like, well, "What are we going to say about the werewolf? He's on the college of beasts." Eh, and somebody goes,
0: "Just make up a rule."
1: Just make up a rule. We'll have a tile that's called the werewolf slayer and they can put that wandering werewolf in that <laughs> that that tile and he can attack people and they're like, "Sounds great. Let's do
0: it." It works. Um it I'm not going to say it doesn't work. It works.
1: Well, I mean soon we're going to try these out in our Dungeon Bowl League, so we'll find out if it works or doesn't work. Um all the tiles have rules which I'm not sure if I like or
0: dislike yet.
1: <laughs> Meaning I like that they look different. Yeah. I like that we have more tiles. Oh I and don't know when he says
0: all the tiles, he means that. Not just the rooms, the L pieces and the T piece.
1: Yes. Everything has rules. Yes, and I don't know if I want to walk into a hall and have to roll <sighs> no. to see if the ghosts scare me too much to go into that room every time. Like, and more than anything, I'm being an old man saying, I'm going to forget some of these rules, and some of them will come back to haunt me, and some of them will help me, and I'll forget as well, and then I'll feel bad that I forgot to like <laughs> put the rule in the face.
0: I mean, it's but, not really an old man thing. I mean, when you've got... 12 pieces on the pitch. You've got 12 different rules you have to remember. And it gets annoying. Like, I would almost be in favor of just getting rid of all the special rules and just play it straight.
1: Well, you know, I was thinking about today when I was reading all this stuff of like, maybe in the future when we set up dungeons, and let's say we utilize, you know, 13 tile pieces, didn't we just randomize like a couple of them to use those special rules so it's just like three rooms out of the the 13 have special rules and none of the other ones do mm-hmm. but i i don't know i no good. i want to play them by the rules just to so we can really yeah analyze it and talk about it and all that but at the same time i'm kind of like you that's how the old dungeon bowl was there wasn't necessarily special room, rooms. They just had different graphics on it, and we loved it.
0: And there were different things you could do. You could push someone off the pitch you can push somebody into the wall, which, and that's fine. Remember well, the old video do. game? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, uh, a lot of people will not even know that that existed, but yes. In the time of Blood Bowl 1's video game, they put out Dungeon Bowl. And I loved it, too. It was good, but I think I played the same played one
1: it. guy, like, four times in a row because we yeah. have the only two on that. Like, literally
0: nobody played it. And it just died. But it was, you know, they put a lot of work into it. I would love to see them just surprise us and go, by the way, here's Blood Bowl 3 and a new updated Dungeon Bowl game. Well,
1: I mean, I, I assume it, it wouldn't take a whole lot, but... It would. You know, what do, what do I know?
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, real quick, without going on to, like, what every tile does... Um, for example, there is a T-piece that is a spike pit, so they're forcing you to actually use the jumping rules on this tile. I thought that was to... interesting. Yeah, I actually thought that was kind of good because there's other places you can jump in the first tile sets, but most of the time you're just going to walk across the bridge because
0: it's safer. Yeah, but if oh. you have a guy with one agility, that kind of screws him. For sure. You're just going to turn around and go the other way because there's people with one agility are super fast
1: um that's true there's a necromantic laboratory where you can for your action roll a dice and you could have something bad happen to you or something amazing like a, a mutation that you get to pick there's a um what is it called the root walk where you can get tangled into the roots As you try to move, and then you can't go any further. It just eats your turn. So those are just some of the examples of that. And, of course, we talked about the werewolf's lair. I believe if you stop in the werewolf's lair, you roll. And I think it's almost on anything but a one. He runs out of his doghouse, not joking,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and (laughs) makes a block to get you out of there. So,
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting. You know, it is what it is. I'm not a huge fan of them. I don't like the rules overall, um, but they're cool that it's there. So if you did want to use them, but again, like there's ones in the original one, I don't like. I don't like the stupid baby dragon room at all.
1: Nobody likes that. It's horrible. Yeah, here baby dragon.
0: But when it, when it could, when it actually takes away from the enjoyment of the game, is where I think it needs. It's going too far, and that takes away from my enjoyment of the game. How many times a baby dragon hit you? Uh, In our test game, like five.
1: (laughs) Well. I
0: mean, I had like two people in there, and they were just not moving ever.
1: I don't remember it working at all when I played Drew. I could be wrong on that. but
0: No, I think when I played Drew, it didn't work either. But, you know, still, not a fan.
1: So I'm going to go over the spike here. So, so like this is one thing, too,
0: like I really like, and I will don't want to forget this later, but I'll just go ahead and say it now, screw it. This is everything we wanted from a Blood Bowl expansion, to an extent. Give us yes. two new teams, one spike with the two teams in it, and a new pitch, and there you go. You know how excited yeah, yeah. we'd be with that? You don't have to put rules on it. No. I would love if this is a test to see if this is actually how they do ex- Blood Bowl expansions.
1: Well, I think at one time, me and you talked, and I was like, what if they did Amazons and Norse together, and they had a flip pitch like yeah. they did... you Yeah, know, we've the talked Skable multiple Rule. times
0: about that. Like, That's the way that they should do it, because they can do a, a new... You don't even have to have the complete rules. It's just a spike for those two teams, and that's it.
1: Well, this... This If this sells well, look, I'm I'm shocked that we even got this. Yeah. Because I didn't think Dungeon Bowl sold that well. Now, I know it's easy to grab sprues, throw them in a box, and they probably already had a lot of these tiles built for some of their other kind of like board games that they have. So, this was probably really easy. So, their hardest work was probably making up the spike.
0: Mm-hmm. And the different um, graphics. I guess that's one thing, too, is I have not looked completely, but... I believe these are the same exact pieces that we got in the last game too. You know, there's no variance in size or shape of these oh, pieces. Oh no,
1: no, no! I don't think we got like a like a zigzag piece or no, something. Definitely like that, no, definitely not.
0: I mean, it's all the same. But I mean, to the to the same cutout too. Like all they had to do was put a new graphic down, use the same you know, CNC machine or whatever, and cut it out the same, which is fine. You know, you do what you got to do, but it would be nice to have other variations than just straight T and square. So,
1: let's go over Spike. Okay. Uh, Just like any other Spike, it starts off, and you see some miniatures here in the opening uh, cover, of the team and then they have you know players names of these teams there's a forward by the deans of both colleges this is written from the perspective of like both our colleges made it to the finals and um you know this team won and we're going to tell you all about how we got there mm-hmm. so there's a uh, a play-by-play that kind of talks with some announcers that go through like the play by play of the highlights of the game On page four, we have the Emerald Crusaders and the Black Widows, like their roster, their final squad. And Steve, when I looked through this before reading it, it says the Emerald Crusaders 875, and it says the Black Widows 875. Do you have any idea why it says 875 in those titles? No. I don't either. Hmm. And it makes, uh, and I didn't look, and I do not have a spike close, but it makes me wonder d- did I just overlook, like in other spikes when we got like their legendary teams, that they put like a team rating next to it? Or is it something else? Or is this something that should have been erased in the editing? And You've got never... the other,
0: you've got two spikes next to you in the almanac.
1: Oh, you're right. Let me grab that. And go see about their teams of legends. How stupid am I?
0: Because it might be that there's always been there and we just didn't, you know. When you so call the to it,
1: Rampagers, Norska. Yeah.
0: It says it says the year of their
1: squad, but there's no number. And then let's go look at the Car the Temple Harpies Hall of Fame squad. Has a year. It does not have a number. Do, I have no idea do these what these have a year
0: mean. or is this set What's like? That? F- is the, no, because they said what year the finals was. Yeah, it's was.
1: 2594 Final Squad, the Black Widows. But in the title of Black Widows, it says Black Widows 875. Um, which is just so odd to me.
0: I didn't catch that, so I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I don't really not really. So we know we have people it. from
0: GW who listen. Would you like to advise us that maybe we're missing out on something? Because we obviously could have missed something. It happens all the time. Trust us. We hear about it. But I mean, is it possible this is the team value before? Because they say underneath there it says
1: inducements, and it says three rerolls and an MFS wizard. Total value is you know one point two two five gold pieces. Is it possible? But this squad is really eight hundred and seventy five gold pieces to start with, and
0: is the with the inducements, it makes them... maybe I don't know.
1: Is that three hundred fifty gold pieces worth of? Like, I don't. We know.
0: could add it up. I don't care. Who knows?
1: Uh, that's like four hundred. So yeah, I don't. I don't understand. I don't know where those numbers come from. So that threw me off big time. It does have special rules if you wanted to actually play with those squads. If you want to take the Emerald Crusaders and the Black Widows and recreate the match. It even gives you a really cool dungeon layout, which I really love. Mm-hmm. It tells you exactly where to put the, the, the treasure chests and the portals. And it even has special rules if you want to play with the dungeon just like they told you the story with the, the announcers. So I thought that was really cool.
0: And also, I guess the one of the main rules is the College of Life can't use rerolls on the College of Death tile, and the College of Death can't use rerolls on the College of Life tile.
1: That is correct. Good, good, good point out there. Uh, it goes over. You know, the spike is also utilized to uh, talk about these College of Life tiles, which is what half of them are. So one side of all these are College of Life, and the other side is the College of Death. And I'm just going to go over the names of these. That's pretty cool tiles. I think. I think it's neat uh, that they do that. We have the tuck shop, which is like a, a food place. You can get a kitchen, like a food cart. You have the root walk. You have the tranquil meadow. You have the fungus farm, the fountain of youth. That's a place where you go, go drink. And you could. this one's kind of cool. 50, 50 chance here. You have chosen poorly. You get sick. You have an injury. You place prone. You have chosen wisely. Um, if you had niggling injuries or something like that before, you're healed. So it's kind of kind of neat. Uh, gluttonous Greenhouse. And then a Malodorous... I can't say that word. Malodorous. Malodorous Marsh. Those are for the College of Life. The Death Tiles are the Werewolf Lair. The Hall of Bones. Swirling mists. so it's like a fog. The Ghost Junction, which you have to roll to see if you're even going to go into that corridor. Uh, necromancer's Laboratory, where you can pick up a mutation for the rest of the match, uh, Corpse Chasm, the Spike Pit Tile, and then we get on page 16, we have the Year in Review of the Emerald Crusaders, and I loved, 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 loved this. It went through the like the season highlights, it told you what the records were of the team before going into the playoffs, some of their highlights throughout the year, and what's funny in this is this tells a story. So this is why I love this fluff so much. The Emerald Crusaders were eleven and three going into the playoffs. It you know tells you like who their first round opponents were, and they lost both times to the College of Death. They also talk about the award winners of like you know Player of the Season, Most Valuable Player, Most Touchdown Scored, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it does the same thing for the Black Widows who went undefeated. For the whole year, in through the playoffs, only to get beat by those upstart Emerald Crusaders in the finals. Good always beats evil. Um, We have ask Lord Borak, which I found kind of strange in this, but at the same time, it was kind of humorous. Yeah. Um, The college report. This was a um, like a college kid talking, interviewing Mindy Pie Whistle. Eh. This part was meh. It's filler. But at the same time, I mean, like, it's not bad. It's just like, I don't like Mindy Pie Whistle. Anyways. So. No,
0: a, a lot of that stuff is, I mean, it's obviously filler. If you like it, you like it. Not sometimes I really like it. Sometimes I just don't care. You know.
1: Um, There's another interview here with, um, I guess his name is Laurel Swift Song. He's the star war dancer for the college of life and he's supposed to be like super arrogant and it shows um they talk about they make fun of themselves with a she talks to a a gentleman named william puddlefoot he's an assistant coach and he plays with probability cubes and works out plays with little toy miniatures (laughs) he's like this little half picture this halfling guy painting miniatures it's making fun of us and at the same time we love it yeah of course and really Really, if you read this article, it's trying to tell you, like, the the less you roll dice, the better off <laughs> your results are.
0: <laughs> Stop being dumb.
1: It, yeah, it explains it clear as day. Um, there's some new rules here for sponsorship deals. There's, like, six new sponsorships that give you, your colleges, like, some extra things. Some of them are, like, shoes. Other ones are, like, um, you can make the, uh, you can get far blasting suns and make the... Uh, Treasure chest explode two squares away for bigger explosions, stuff like that. Um, See, a
0: lot of those things, like... I would rather that be a random dungeon effect, like a weather effect, but you roll to randomly have it happen rather than it being a sponsorship. I get that. Um, then we
1: get... This is not needed, and you could say this is useless filler, but I love this, and I'm pretty sure um, the guy who does the regular artwork in the books, Christian uh, the Schwager. cartoons. Yeah. Yes. Christian Was it Schwager? Yeah, I believe so. Um I think he did this. It looks almost like a yearbook pictures with the Emerald Crusaders college of life. It has the person's name, their position, same thing with the black widows and the college of death, just little headshots. Like they were in high school. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's great. It's super fluffy and great. And then for the last couple of pages, pages 34 through 36, it lets you know, like, yeah, while there is like the Emerald Crusaders that play for the college of life, there's other like little teams that also play for the College of Life. And they give you... They basically show you different, like, ways to paint your models. Yeah. <laughs> and here is where they mention that there's actually Nurgle Rotters on the College of Life, because it's not really mentioned at all, fluff-wise, you know, for the Evil mm-hmm. Indo- Crusaders. And then there's also some more teams in the back here for, like, a College of Death. Uh, the last inside page of the cover or whatever is... Uh, the Emerald Crusaders, all their team name, and how they're painted. Overall, I think this is <laughs> this is the real highlight of Dungeon Bowl expansion, <laughs> is this spike, and it always is. Whoever did this, you guys did very stellar work, yeah. because I went from a guy who was <laughs> crying, basically, over how terrible the College of Beasts are, and I read this, and all I wanted to do was play Dungeon Bowl.
2: All I,
1: all I thought about today is, like, I should give Dungeon Bowl another chance because there's so many cool stories that we can make happen out of this. Of course, yeah. Um, so they did a great job. But will I, where I will complain is I have two complaints. I don't know what that 875 is next to both of the teams.
0: It's <laughs> the probably names. something simple, like you said, the team value, but whatever. Well, I wonder if it was an old production note or
1: something that Could got be. St- stuck in there. But I would love to know. So, if somebody knows what that means, please let me know. Educate us. And two, I believe it was in the A Year in Review with the Emerald Crusaders. They talked about their, what should have been their star player, which is the war dancer, that Lyral, uh Swift song. But in the article, they talk about, they call him a catcher. They call this person a catcher. Huh. And it drove me mad that, like, somebody didn't proofread this and call him a war dancer. Yeah. Um, Here it is right here.
0: First thing to go is always the editor.
1: You know, maybe I read this wrong, so maybe I need to apologize right now. This is Tyrell Brightshard danced his way to the end zone while Lyral... Swift song skillfully stiffed any tackles from the few beastmen who got too close to the nimble catcher. Okay, I am wrong. I read that really fast and wrong the first time I read it. I, oh, I see. Which,
0: yeah, I see how you see. I kind of like
1: you just to edit that out, but let's don't. Okay. Um, fair enough. Less edited for me. Is the catcher, um, Let's see if that's his name. Yeah, Bright Shard is the catcher. Okay, I read that wrong. I thought, like, how did they mess this up?
0: You were thinking he's referencing himself instead of the other person. Yeah, that makes sense the way it's written. Okay, well, then
1: my only complaint is is I don't know what the (laughs) 875 is.
0: So I think ultimately it kind of brings it down to we believe the price point on this is $100, right?
1: You know, I was told 90 to 110. So, yes, let's just say 100.
0: Okay. So, for 100 we are getting three and a half sprues, essentially figures, right? I'd say four, but it's kind of like three and a half. Well, four sprues. Two sprues to a box. Box is $55 now?
1: Um, 50 fifty, fifty-five, 55 something like that.
0: Okay. Uh, so, we're talking right there, $100. And then a spike, $15. And then additional other stuff. You know, the tiles. Additional tiles. So add Here, $15 there. We're looking at 130 If this was 150 I would be upset. But I wouldn't say it's out of line. At $100, I think this is very fair.
1: Um, I think everything's overpriced. But he- here's where I think if you told me this was $100 and they threw in one generic color of dyes that we haven't got yet, you threw them into this box, I think everybody would love it.
0: Oh, yeah. I people think, would be buying I it. I think
1: now, obviously, they don't have to throw in dice. And do we need dice? Hell no. But you throw in like some, you know, see through blue colors or like the see-through... ones
0: from, from Blitz yes. Bowl, like the purple ones or pink ones, or whatever. Something
1: like that. And then I think you, this turns into a must buy for a lot of people when before it wouldn't have.
0: Um, I still think you got the value worth. Um, if you're wanting to get into Dungeon Bowl, despite what they say, yeah, this is a, you can get into it with this. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you can get this. You can get the starter and have
1: essentially four teams, even though like... I'm just saying without the that- starter.
0: Like, do we have enough tiles to make a dungeon, though, with just these? That would probably be pushing it.
1: No, and you don't have the end zone tiles. I didn't. Oh no, end zones.
0: That's true. Okay, that's fair enough.
1: No, but if if your idea was is to have some type of league, you know, four people could go in by the Dungeon Bowl main set by Mm -hmm. this expansion and split this stuff up and have enough. Now, the College of Death is really the only team that only needs those two sprues. Yeah, and after thinking about like my problems with a little bit of how it feels like the balance of the colleges are like a few of them feel lesser than others. And the fact that this came with two sprues, I was trying to think of like, how could they pull this off again? And I haven't looked at the teams like super close. I mean, I could look at it now and say like, you know, the college of light, you could put a sprue of, you know, Elvin, Elvin uh, union sprue in there with a sprue of maybe the Imperials, I guess, because the retainer and linemen, I don't know. But it made Um, me think...
0: Possibly College of Fire, because dwarves, Noblars, and ogres. Well, that already comes with the first one, Steve. Fair enough. (laughs) That's okay.
1: It's the same thing with the the College of uh, Shadow. Uh I mean, I think you could do the metal, maybe, with the orcs and the humans, a sprue of each. But my my real thinking was, is maybe instead of, maybe they've overthought this. Maybe just taking two teams, two sprues, and combining them could be their college. Or, hell, three sprues. (laughs) Three sprues and a large monster could be their college. So you have Nurgle, Halfling, uh, you know, the Wood Elves. And you leave it at the sprues, meaning... You can't take normally, let's see, College of Life, you normally can take uh, two war dancers. Maybe you're restricted by what's on that sprue. You get one war dancer. You get what I'm saying? One war yeah. catcher.
0: How about this you get... alternatively make your own colleges?
1: Well, and, and in the old rules, that's what you did. You took a primary race, a secondary race, and a tertiary race to get that third one. I wonder um, if
0: we could still do that, like come up different. I oh,
1: don't you probably know. could. Um, I know they want to incorporate every race or every team, but it was just a way of like, you could have the College of Metal be, you know, a sprue of corn, a sprue of humans, a sprue of orcs, mm-hmm. and the College of Beasts, like that one might be too difficult. So you need to think of something else because it could be a sprue of corn. It could be like if we ever get Chaos Dwarves. It could be them and a a sprue of vampires if we ever get them. But maybe they should restrict them by the sprue. It might simplify things, if that makes sense. Because right now they say you can have 0 to 16 of these linemen, and you have four different linemen to choose from, if that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: I mean, like me, looking at um, my team... I only have one lineman position, but if you tell me that I can only get some blitzer positions, I have two different people to pick from. If you look at blocker position, I have two different positions, but some of the teams have multiple, multiple, multiple positions, you know, to pick from. Yeah. I don't know. I call it. I just thought the sprue idea would simplify it because you really could get like, Oh, I got two whole teams. I don't need nothing else out of this. And it would feel good even if you didn't have enough. Let's say you wanted more linemen, because I'm a weirdo who likes to have an extra lineman. Maybe you need to go buy another sprue just for your lineman because you're weird because your name's Scott. But mm-hmm. you buy this and everything is pretty much complete.
0: Yeah. And like you said, I mean, I'm looking at College of Heavens and there's 10 different positions that you can get. It's just crazy. Three of them are zero sure. to 16.
1: Yeah, okay. Is that the College of Heavens? Yeah. I mean, if you had to narrow that down to three sprues, it would be a sprue of um, Lizardmen.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: this one, you could just make it Amazons and, Norse. I guess, Norse.
0: Yeah. No, but I, if you lim- I think it's an interesting idea. I don't know the sprues well enough to even know what that would give us. Well, that means maximum for this team, if
1: going by what I just said, three sprues. You could only have one Valkyrie, max. Yikes. You could only have, you know, you would get uh, two source is it two source blockers on the sprue. I don't know. I don't remember that. So I'm but... sure
0: someone out there has done this. If you have a resource that shows us exactly what comes on each sprue in a box, <laughs> please let us know and we can look into this further. Well. Because I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it's interesting. Um, and back in the day, weren't you able to just buy a sprue of something? I don't, um, I'm sure you can't now, but I thought in the back in the no, day, you, you used
1: to back in the day, you used to just order like bits from them. Like, That's Oh, true. I need one of this lineman. I need one of this. And, oh, and they I overcharged that. you a whole lot, but you still got to buy the one piece.
0: And I'm sure if I went um, on eBay right now, I could buy a sprue of whatever race I wanted. So
1: when we first got this in and you sent me the pictures and said, look what we got, this is nothing like we thought this death match thing. Mm-hmm. It had the teams of sprues two sprues each. I really thought my, for whatever reason, I thought, Oh, this is amazing. They gave us a spike magazine. They're going to simplify this. They realize <laughs> that they've done too much and they're just going to make every college two sprues of something nope. and they're going to simplify it. And I was super excited. So while I read the spike, and was very happy and I thought it was amazing. I kind of wanted a small rule set of them. Like we're kind of fixing stuff to make this, more streamlined. And again, I'm not against that
0: idea. I think that would be interesting of have it as, you know, this is the premier level college and there's one below it that has different types of teams. And then we can just go off as sprues because that's certainly a lot easier than trying to figure out, okay, we got 10 different positions you can choose from. And you can
1: think about it this way. Let's use the college of life. For example, you could say that this is the college of life. They're made up of either halflings, wood elves, nurgle. Pick two sprues. We don't care which direction you go. Okay, I'll take a sprue of nurgle. I'll take a sprue of halflings, and I'm going.
0: I'm sure I'm the problem sure. there is the cost is going to be weird.
1: Well, maybe so, but that's just an idea for it. The other thing I think that is missing from this, and it really is probably important. But at the same time, I guess it's not. I really think there should have been some type of paper insert like that comes with the models when you you make them for the first time, and um, where it actually shows you all the options for the College of Life.
0: Oh, that'd be interesting.
1: While let let's say Gary bought this box set, but he does not have regular Dungeon Bowl. Yeah, and but they did you know, he, say
0: this this is not to be used on its own. They caveat that.
1: No, I understand, but just having that insert where he could see, like, oh, cool, I could actually get a Nurgle uh, warrior on this team, that's oh, really awesome. Did you that look at the get him bottom of the gold. bottom
0: box? No. Under the <laughs> big sheet? Are you,
1: are you telling me there's one of those there?
0: There is a paper thing under there.
1: Oh, gosh, Steve. No, it's
0: probably not what you're wanting, but I thought it was just the instructions on how to put stuff together.
1: Well, I'm looking right now.
0: Okay. For full for no. clarity, I looked at it and then gave it to Scott, and he has it currently as we record.
1: It does have a thing on how to build the models. It does not have options to build the teams.
0: So. I didn't think so. Okay. Okay, it's still cool though. Yeah.
1: Good to tell everybody, since I know not everybody knows how to build all these models.
0: So again, I still think at a hundred bucks, this is a very fair value. I I I agree. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that at all.
2: I think I the... would rather
0: pay twenty five bucks and just get a couple of sprues. Yeah, I don't need the other teams, and I like I the mean... spike, but I don't need it.
1: Oh, I like the spike. I would remember have bought the... the spike on
0: its own. Yeah, remember the coach pack that came out? The horrible thing. Oh God, that like, was a piece of garbage. If they would do that with like a dungeon bowl coaches pack, where it has, you know, multiple pieces and multiple, you know, some new shapes. You know, a circle room instead of a square room. I don't know how you do that. Whatever. You know, something different. Zigzags or stairs to make two levels because that's never going to happen. But it'd be kind of neat. Um, I don't know.
1: Overall, I am shocked that we got a Dungeon Bowl expansion. <laughs> Me too. I think it's really cool we got a Dungeon Bowl expansion. I think, I hope this sells well. They'll never do it, but I'd love to see like two teams come out at the same time that have like a Blood Bowl version of this.
0: Yeah. Here's, I'm really hoping they're the... testing the waters on that because next year is the year, right? It's going to be 2020. No, next year is 2023.
1: Never mind. I lied. Uh, the every four years thing? Is yeah. Is
0: that what you're thinking? Yeah, I was thinking next year is twenty twenty
2: four.
0: I don't know, but anyways, I mean it. That should be what they do from now on. Is you know we gonna do sea elves and we're gonna do chaos dwarves and it's a battle on the shores of Ziggurat or whatever, and one side is the sea elves and one side is the chaos dwarves and you got two teams in there and the new dice and all that.
1: That would be epic. It would and be. people, and really, they could do that as long as they gave you a full team. Mm-hmm. They could charge even twenty dollars more than what it normally would cost, and people would buy it.
0: Just like this, two sprues is all it takes. That's how much you get in a box. Now you don't get the. They'd actually save money because they don't have to worry about the making the boxes, so they wouldn't get the cool box art. Even though they probably would release those individually anyways. Um, right. So you probably get double sales from some people. But, yeah, there's yeah, no so. reason not to do it. You don't need the extra rules. Just throw in the spike there. And you can sell the spike separately, too. I'm trying mm-hmm. to
1: think of, like, what other expansion they could make for Dungeon Bowl where they just throw two sprues in there. And then, like, you go, what are we going to do with this, like, one weird model? And it's like, oh, that's where the black orc hangs out. And mm-hmm. if you come in his room, he gets mad and he punches you.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: It's it's nobby the Noblar dick puncture. You walk past him and he punches you in the dick. No effect against Amazons or Valkyries <laughs> and some elves.
1: I mean, it could.
0: I mean, it could, yeah. Why not?
1: All right. Well, that wraps it up. I think they did this on purpose because they knew we started playing Dungeon Bowl. And they listen to our <laughs> podcast all the time, obviously.
0: Oh, they do. We know that.
1: So, um... Anyways, GW, thank you for sending us this and trusting us with this. And- oh yeah,
0: and to be very clear, GW did send this to us of their own volition for us to review. We did not purchase it. We appreciate their contributions, and say lobby. I mean, other than that, I got nothing.
1: The only thing I could say is be greedy and go, hey, GW, if you're listening, send two copies of all this stuff, and that would make us really happy. But now nah, we're happy to get at least oh, one.
0: So absolutely happy. It, it's been so hard, though. Not to like, tell people. Like, on the
1: internet, people have been going like, are oh, we going to get anything from GW? I know. I mean, we're not going to get nothing from GW. And it may happen to go like, I don't know. There Maybe. might be something down the pike. I I think that surely they'll release a team. They always release something. And people are like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then here we are.
0: Or they released um, it on Sunday and they're like, I, I I wonder if we're going to have this in the in the. the the dungeon bowl box i'm like well maybe you should pay attention to podcasts that come out on saturday i don't know (laughs) right so it kind
1: of also threw us a loop we were all scheduled to you know do a podcast about the tournaments and then this happened so we just decided to put it off yeah anyways let's it feels like we're doing shout outs because we're both tired and let's just take a break from this and then come back with some shout outs and wrap up the show
0: And now, coming from the deepest, darkest depths of the Dungeons of Alcorn, we bring you Scott Prime's shout-outs. I prefer that much better, so maybe we should do that from now on. Okay. I just didn't. I got, I got <laughs> like,
1: teenagers in the other room. Oh, yeah. And the
0: weird dad. Oh, so no, like, that's true.
1: They're My... Teenage kids are being teenagers by having teenagers over here. And I had to feed all these little, you know, pirates. And they still probably hate me. But, you know, that's
0: what you do. That is what you do. So, speaking of shout-outs, shout-out to Pizza for calming children since 19... I don't know, whatever. Does Pizza calm children? Shut them up, didn't
2: it? Oh,
1: that's true. That's... I mean, it filled their belly, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> um, um, I have
1: shout-outs, like, of people I've seen at tournaments and stuff, but cool. at the same time, I need to save them for, like, other Fair stuff. Fair enough. Like, next episode.
0: So, um, our main shout-out, as, you know, anytime we get to review something's GW cannot go without saying how much we appreciate the fact that they trust us, and uh, everybody online is jealous of, like, why do you guys get pre- preview copies? I should do that. I'm like... Yeah, bug them for 10 years. That's what it took. But it is cool to I mean, get stuff and have that in advance and be like, this is so cool. Come look at this. Look at this. Take a look at this photo.
2: Yeah,
1: it was uh, pretty epic to get this stuff in the mail, especially since we didn't have any clue of what, like, Death Bowl meant or anything like that, Death I, match.
0: I didn't bring this up in the re- review, but I kind of expected them to have two more end zones and make it a four-player game. I can see that. But I don't know how well that would work because then you've got to get it to any of the... uh, It just sounds like horrible. It sounds horrible.
2: Yeah.
1: Sounds really bad. Um, Do we have any other shout-outs besides, like, shout-outing GW?
0: You know, I didn't honestly look since this was kind of a semi-episode, but let me go look. All right. Because you're not wrong. I should look. Uh, we do have yeah, okay. one from Ollie, who is he's hosting a Gabo themed tournament in Folkestone, Kent, UK on Saturday, the fourth of February. And just wanted to give us a shout out. And I'm like, Absolutely. Uh, he's also AKL Eldritch Fox and we can get the r- link to the rules up on our notes. Shoot that over to Scott right now. Mm. Okay. Um, I believe that really is. So we don't have much. Not much. We're, we're, I mean, we're we forgetting have, a bunch of stuff, so. We also have stuff specifically for Duffelween
1: and things. Yeah, so I'm going to quickly shout out, thank you for everybody for coming up for Duffelween and supporting us mm-hmm. on that tournament. Um I will probably thank you again next episode, but thank you for buying the... um Fundraiser tickets to help my daughter go to um, San Antonio on a band trip for spring break. If anybody out there is also wanting to purchase these crazy tickets, where you like, you basically buy a lottery ticket for ten dollars and <laughs> you could win twenty five grand. It's through the whole state of Oklahoma, and eight dollars of the ten dollar ticket goes to my daughter's credit towards the band trip. So if that's something you're interested, get a get a hold of me and we'll see if we can hook you up. We're selling those tickets, I think. To the 1st of February, um, I did not realize how many people were in band. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you talk to people about this and they go, oh, I awesome band. So and here's the band. thing.
0: You don't understand this because you played football, but regular... And wrestling. Re- wrestling, yeah. Powerlifting. Uh, okay, anyways. Track and field. Fuck you. Um, so regular nerds like me don't want to do physical stuff. So when it comes to school, they're like, hey, you want to do band or do you want to do P.E.? You mean we get to pick which one? Yeah, you can. Either if you do band, you don't have to do the P.E. requirement. Oh, hell yeah, I'm taking band. And those nerds who don't want to do P.E., who went into band, now sit on their butts to play Blood Bowl. Hmm. So that's why there's a big I, I, crossover.
1: I, I thought all the Blood Bowl crowd was people, old athletes... Who live vicariously through little miniatures and dice.
0: That's like one mad out of 20. When they fail. That's like maybe one out of 20 people.
1: Well, that is me, and that is Gary Brown.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: so so it, when we get so angry, <laughs> it is because we are living vicariously <laughs> through our little miniatures. It, it is kind of weird.
0: It is kind of weird that you guys got into it, being the more athletic people that you are.
1: Dude, that was the lure for Blood Bowl is it was sports and it was like it was like D&D and sports mixed together. That's yeah. oh, that's why we loved it. That's why it became a sports role playing game. I get us. it. So, yeah, I don't I don't have anything. I'm just going to thank the people, thank the people I saw in Kansas City. It was nice seeing you. I'll try to mention you by name if I can remember <laughs> next month on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and we'll probably get it out semi-early, depending on how the I mean, holidays it's go. It's not,
1: not Thanksgiving here yet in America as we record, but by the time you listen in the future, or the present as you're listening, our future, uh, happy Thanksgiving. hope you had a nice weekend.
0: Yeah, and the day after, and... Yay, December's here already. Jeez. It feels like we just started the year, and here mm-hmm. we are. Dang, we got downies next month. Or do we do that in January? We do that in January. Okay. Well. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to cut this off now before we ramble into oblivion.
1: Yeah, because I'm kind of in that tired stage where I'm, like, ready to go to bed, and at the same time I could, like, ramble on like an old man on his porch yelling at children and get out of my
0: yard. Exactly. So, okay. take us out, Steve. Uh, let's go, Autobots, roll out. That's horrible. I'm not going to be Drew. God, uh, that is, that is that was bad. I wasn't dude. even trying, like, I, I didn't really. Let's watch, go, Autobots? I just kind of was like, let's go. I, when I tried to say go, I was like, let's roll out. I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. Oh,
1: speaking of, here we go. Here's okay, here tangent. we go, tangent. Okay, so... You did not order the Blood Bowl Magic stuff, right?
0: Right, I did not.
1: Okay. Um, In the latest set of Magic the Gathering, it's called The Brothers War. It's Urza versus uh, Mishra or whatever Mm -hmm. from back in the day. It's like set in the old time period or something like that. Um, For alternative cards, they have Transformer cards that are double-sided so they can... Different effects make them flip for whatever reason. And a lot of them are legendary characters. Therefore, you can make commanders with them. (laughs) Now, my theory is, is you're going, why would they even have Transformers? My theory is, is that Hasbro, who had the rights to the Transformer game, had a bunch of artwork already done. And therefore, they needed some type of chase card. They've already paid the artists for this artwork. And they said, screw it, put the Transformers in there. They're like brothers who fight in a war for Cybertron.
0: I mean, I, I think you're probably right, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Anyways, they do
1: kind of look cool. The bad thing is it's magic, and I think magic's boring as hell. So
0: I enjoy magic, but I get it. I also stopped okay. playing, so. Hmm. That
1: was my tangent.
0: Okay, right. tangent over, and us over, and out. See ya. See, so he tells me to take it out, and I do it, and then he just pipes in. I gotta get,
1: will see y'all. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down.
0: You can follow Scott at Real Scott Prime and Steve at Kilowog 2814. If you'd like to email them, the email address is podcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at BothDown.com or at Facebook.com forward slash Both Down.
2: I never forget my first game of
1: college dungeon bowl. My professor looked me in the eyes and said, listen, keep an eye on the Warhawks. I've got 50 gold on them
2: gutting at least three goblins. <laughs> That's when I knew I was destined to be a pitch side reporter. Huh. Those days were something else. Now, the Colleges are opening up the dungeons again, and they're going to need some new blood in the teams. And on the walls, and the floor, who knows, maybe you'll be a star player yourself one day.